Hello and welcome to the Far Flung Tin Can Podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day. Today's episode is a very unique episode uh, for a couple of reasons. And one of those is that we were sitting in a living room with about 20 of our Far Flung family and it was at our yearly Far Flung retreat. We're sitting in a cabin up in Pigeon Forge and so... Actually, sitting around, and somebody goes, "Man, it'd be awesome if we do a podcast." And I said, "Man, what a great idea!" So we got all the mics out and the recorders, and we started recording. And uh, we landed on the topic of far-flung injuries. Now, you might say, "What a topic to talk about!" Well, let me preface it by saying this: that this is not a review of every year's injuries, right? So we're talking about probably over over almost 11 years now. Um, these are some of the very, very few injuries that we have had. Um, and so we're kind of proud of that in, in the sense that um, we try to be safe in everything that we do, but uh, at the same time, follow God's leading. But anyhow, we love to have fun. And so sometimes when you're having fun, you might twist an ankle or two, but uh, we love to pursue adventure. And so we're going to talk a little bit about those today. And, uh, well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I'll catch you at the end. I believe the city can be transformed. you got to be willing to take the initiative. When you go and tell, he will back it up every time. We are Far Flung Tin Cam Podcast episode. Um, <laughs> we are in, is this Pigeon Forge? Sevierville? Yeah. I'm not sure what city. Smoky Mountains, uh, hanging out. Last couple days have been a retreat. So let's get started talking about the people who are not here now, um, because a lot of our friends and, and family have left. Uh, so I'm going to kick off with a question, since we have enough people in the room to maybe talk about it. Um, far-flung injuries. Injuries, um, far-flung fails. I wish we had enough videos to just have far-flung fails. Um, and I'm wondering if anybody's in the room that witnessed the, the big debacle off the boat in the Amazon. Was anybody like a witness to, yeah? Okay, so like I'm, I was there on the aftermath. Would you tell everybody what happened with Delilah? Can you identify yourself for the listeners, please? Yes. Um, my name's Caitlin, and I was on the trip down the Amazon River. And we had, you know, parked the boat and set up a recording situation on the on the bank. And so I'm already seated. There's a fire pit in front of me and then the shore and our boat parked there. And I watched as Delilah came down the most precarious ramp off the boat and just busted. First she hit the ramp and then flopped into the water. No. <laughs> yeah, so but, give them, like, somebody give like a description, cause this, is, this ramp, what she's calling a ramp is like- It's not a, a ramp. It's like a broken down tube of tin. <laughs> yeah. A tube of tin. I thought he was saying like, like a tin. A tube of tin. It's not a tube of 12. Okay. It's not a tube of 12. It's not a tube of 8. It's a tube of 10. Hey, y'all can shut up. What y'all can do. All y'all. It's just this broken down piece of wood, and it's like 
like just it's a broken down piece of wood that its main structural connection point is a old tire <laughs> you remember that yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah they slid it through an old rubber tire and then set it on a rock and they're like eh. <laughs> and I'm you know if you if you carrying around a little extra <laughs> extra what uh, money in your pocket. <laughs> when you carrying around a little extra, you look at that thing, you're like, that's not built for me. I should probably just jump in the water and just get it over with and swim ashore. But yeah. So that, we're talking essentially about a plank. Of course. Right? Exactly. Yeah. We okay. all walked the plank multiple yeah. times. And we've been on and off of this thing for a while, and Delilah's headed in for the recording that she's going to lead a song. What's the song that she led right after this? Joy in the Waters. <laughs> Joy in the Waters. <laughs> so, like, if you go watch the video, she's, like, got a wet head where she just fell in the water. But she doesn't just fall in the water. That's, like, painless. It's not very far, four or five feet, maybe, in the water. She fell and, and face plants on the plank and then, like, rolls into the water. My heart and sank. I should Sasquatch say, Sam I, I watched down. it and was just like, like well, my I'm, heart just sank. But yeah, Sam. I'm so sorry your heart sank, but Delilah sank. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's the, I that's the help. real issue. I just had to watch it, but there was nothing I could do. I like, just, I'm fairly certain she was concussed because later they ask her questions that she should know the answer to, and she's very confused. Oh, no. Like, they're saying, who just got engaged? You're not far-flung. People want you to tell the story. They put a camera in their face, and they say, what just happened? And they put a camera in Delilah, and they said, who, who just, what just happened? And she's like, they got married. <laughs> they married each other. Um. And they're like, what? She's like, yeah, they're married. No, they're engaged. They're engaged, they're married. And you can see, she's confused. She's confused. Yeah, other injuries, heavy, uh, heavy other injuries, tonight. far-flung trips. Anybody oh, else? Injuries. Other injuries? Oh, I don't know. Something about Alaska in a, in a sled. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so he's... He's I shaking his head that. no. That's why... <laughs> I was going to say, was so wasn't fun. this Brian's fault? That. It wasn't my fault at all. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't my fault. Like, well, I mean, no, you weren't the rope in the sled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like, yeah. I'm, Let I, me ask you this, okay? Let me ask you. Was any of that like an embellishment, like for the camera, as far as the level of like? I hate you for that question. <laughs> <laughs> because, because you know the answer to that question. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Bro, I have never in my life defied gravity in the way that I did when I was slung off of that sled. I forgot about I that. I flew over you. Yeah, in the air. Well, yeah. <laughs> As opposed to, that's where you fly. But oh man! It was. Um, Who was I driving? Knew, I knew. I knew. Who was driving? Who was driving? The uh, okay. So yeah. so lay the story out for the listeners that don't know what we're talking about. We're in the Arctic and go. Oh, I thought there was going to be more than. <laughs> okay, um, it's cold and uh, we are going out on the tundra. And I I don't have I might be concussed I might have been concussed Daniel. 
Daniel's driving and yeah. uh, the four wheeler. Ski no, uh, Yeah, snow machine. Snow go. Snow go. Yeah, it is a snow go. Let me tell you what. <laughs> it's a no go, is what <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, anyway, he's driving the snow go. Kyle's on the back of the snow go with him. And then, and this is where we get, this is where it's like, okay, yeah. There was a rope connecting a sled to the snow go in which me and you were sitting. Yeah. Now, this is the problem. Look at, yeah. The, the sled had a metal, uh, what would you call it? It was like a, a, not a tongue. It was a thing that connected to the snow go, metal. It was like a little A-frame thing mm -hmm. attached to both sides on the front, mm -hmm. came together so you could attach it to the toe hook tongue thing on the, on the snow go. Everybody's with me. Yeah. Okay. Didn't use that. No, we got a little yellow nylon rope. Yeah, this is not a climbing rope. No, no, no. no. This is like like what you use to like hold a tarp to a to a stack of wood, like that little nylon rope, and we use it to that connects. Well, the thing that happened, this is what happened. This metal connection piece that's hinged, right, is up. Well, as we're driving, it falls, right, and we're going this direction. Well, that thing is bouncing, and it's to at a point. Well, I'm on the front of the sled, so my back is to the snow machine. That thing is bouncing on the ice, and at some point, that point on the sled connecting rod thing gets jammed in the ice, and we continue to go, and Jeremy Carruthers is then catapulted into the air, well, at that point, it goes under the sled. He's on the back of the sled, laughing his head off as I fly over him and land on the ice road, which when we call it an ice road, folks, it is ice pavement. I landed so hard. You're bundled up because it's freezing. I hit the ground. Wind completely knocked out of me. I'm hearing cracks and pops, right? I can't breathe. They finally stop after about 100 yards of realizing, after he stops laughing <laughs> and telling them I've flown off. Well, when I hit, I'm so bundled up. I got underlayer, T-shirt, hoodie, coat with another coat type thing. You know, we're, we're in it. We're going out to the tundra for hours. Well, can you imagine wearing all that and then getting the wind knocked out of you? So they turn around and look, and I am shedding clothing. Still not breathing. Like, I'm just... Just jackets flying, my hat's coming off, mask is gone, gloves. I can't breathe, I'm sweating. And then I'm full adrenaline going. Make a long story short, I Too slept late. sitting up for 40 days. Okay. 40 days, didn't I, babe, on the couch? <laughs> Couldn't lay down. I, I, listen, I fractured three ribs. Didn't break them. Yo. Not like full breaks, but had fractures in my ribs. Went to the doctor mm -hmm. and he's like, wow. Like, good job, you know? But yeah, I literally, like, could not lay down. Like, I had to, literally, slept like this on the, what's the one part of the couch that has the thing? Yeah, you know. What is it, Chase? A, a Chase? Chase? Yeah, yeah, there you go. I just yeah. like to be cultured. Like, I literally slept like this. <laughs> for 40 days. Dang. But luckily, this is what's crazy about it. God, you know, God in his grace. Hockey playoffs. What is it? Well, that year they had 40 games and 40 nights. 
Jeremy watched every NHL playoff game. It was Look like the thing. I was just Look like, God. I'm stuck on this couch, and I'm just like, fine. Dude, after that playoffs, I was like an NHL expert. I knew like everybody's offense. I was naming all these players. So that was wow. a little bit of the grace of God. There. Yeah, the wow. memory that was so traumatic for him, like top four, maybe top three or four moments, funnest moments I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, not only was it not painful, it was so much fun. Well, I spent, I then spent three days in Barrow, Alaska, sleeping, sitting up. Because yeah. remember, I tried to sleep on the cot, and y'all had to pick me up. <laughs> I couldn't even get out of the cot. No. Like y'all can't, I can't move. I yeah. roll this way out, roll out. Can't. So they have to come pick me up. And I'm like, but now the whole time ow, he's ow, saying ow. ow, he's laughing. He's like, oh, oh, oh don't make me laugh. Oh, so yeah, they, they oh, brought in like an armchair from the office and like a like a cajon box. And I was like, <laughs> you know, for the rest oh, yeah. of the time. And the whole time I'm thinking, am I internally bleeding? Okay, so we're riding in this thing and we have a bunch of camera gear. So like Jeremy lands on... Our Sony 70 to 200, um, which we just... Those aren't free. No, we just got it, like, quoted to repair last week. It's taken us that long to find a place that will repair it. I, I really wish I could say I felt bad about that. Yeah. But I just... <laughs> we that is what cracked We should have noticed so. because this sled has got blood all in it because it's what they carry the animals oh. after the hunting trip. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, so there were so was many a... red flags I ignored. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many that I just. You're right. <laughs> Can we officially say you got trebucheted? Trebucheted. Yeah. Did you get? Yeah. Yeah. He. You got egballoed out of that. <laughs> out of that thing. Yeah. Okay. Injuries. Far flung injuries. I, like I'm. I'm thinking I'm aware of like one more pretty solid. Injury. Anybody got one that I no? Uh, Warbaber can probably tell us because he was like on the same level to really see what took place the night after Kyle in Africa was um, stung by a scorpion. Which I don't know if that's like an injury or it's there was a medical situation. There was a medical situation. <laughs> Renee was there. Um, yeah, Renee, why don't you talk? Because you were at dinner when it happened. Yeah, we, um, and you know, we never really see a lot of bugs or insects or anything when we're there, but we were sitting at dinner one night and, uh, you know, Kyle just kind of smacked something away from his foot and something had bit him, it stung him, and uh, we looked around and you didn't see anything. And so Celia was saying that it must have been a scorpion because I guess that's pretty common there. But we looked and looked and looked, and we never, I don't think we ever really did find what exactly bit him. Or a millipede. Yeah, we found like a, a couple different options yeah. that it could have been. <laughs> but then again, it's like we're in the middle of the bush of Africa. Right. So there's a lot of options. Right. And it was dark, you know, there's no electricity, so it's hard to see. So we just had like the string hanging lights that we put out there. So it's not like you have really good lights to dig around in the sand to try to find the insect that may or may not have bit Kyle. Um, but yeah, he, you could kind of tell immediately it was a pretty intense bite or sting. And, um, you know, we, there were a lot of women on the trip. So immediately every woman was emptying out her first aid situation that she had brought with her. And, uh, I think Benadryl, I think he went with I the Benadryl. Everything. He's yeah. Like, Is this going to work? 
<laughs> do I need Benadryl? Do I need Tylenol? Yeah. And so the last we saw of him when we went to bed that night, it was, you know, just sting or whatever. But then you guys obviously got so the, the he, behind closed doors yeah, version. So, you know, we're all staying in bunk beds. And so it was Brian and Brandon. I almost call him Brian too. Lunsford. Yeah. They were sleeping on the bottom. So Kyle was on one side of the room in one bunk bed. And he's like, the, the room's kind of small. So the bunk beds, you know, they're like L-shaped, right? So he's on this bed over here and I'm on this bed over here. And so I have like clear view of Kyle. So in the middle of the night, we're like, we laughed every night, literally every night for hours. We laughed so much that at some point, I'm pretty sure that the girl's room was like, can y'all please just stop laughing? We know, we understand it's funny, but can y'all please just chill? We laugh till like two in the morning sometimes. So anyway, there was not much laughter, but this this <laughs> night out of nowhere, all, all I remember is that I look over and Kyle is like no. shivering. And like, moaning. He's and shivering <laughs> and like groaning in his sleep. And it's not cold. Like it's by no means cold. No, it's Africa. It's like 80, 90 degrees at night. And this guy's convulsing. And so I'm like, Brian. He's like, yeah. He's like, Bro, something's wrong with Kyle. <laughs> and he's like, what do what you mean? What else is new? And I was like, bro, I think, I think he's convulsing. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, I think he's convulsing. Like, I think he's not doing well. And he, so he pulls out his phone immediately and starts looking up. Okay, so I get up and he's asleep. So I, I get my phone, turn the flashlight on, and I stand up because he's on the top bunk. I stand up and look at him and he looks bad. Now, we had prayed for him earlier because, like, they're like, oh, gosh, he got stung by something. His foot hurts. That kind of stuff. And they're like, hey, Brian, will you come pray? And I'm like, yeah, I'll come pray. And they're like real serious. And I'm like, I want to say I'm praying just like with authority. Like I had peace. But the truth is I may have been belittling it a little bit. Kind of like I did with the broken rib situation. Touch his little foot. Um, and I <laughs> touch his little foot. And so like I pray, I was like, hey, Lord, I know like this is already going to be okay. Um, but just... <laughs> I mean, like, I know there's a lot of stuff going on in this region more important than this, but <laughs> if you'll go ahead and, like, just for the sake of the people in the room, just if you'll handle this. Um, so I pray. And then, like, we go to bed, and now he's, like, convulsing. I don't, I don't want to say it's, like, a seizure, but it's, like, significant. It's not just shivering. Right. And you could tell, like, he's pale. He's sweating. sweating. He's in a fever. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. This I should have prayed. <laughs> I should have really prayed. And so, like, well, I asked Brian. I was like, should should we wake him up? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if we should. On one hand, I don't think he's gonna make us take him to the hospital if we wake him up. But if we wake him up, now he's waking in pain. Mm. If he like, would you want? Like, what would you want? Would you want to sleep through it, or you want Definitely somebody to wake you up, bro? You look like you're hurting. God knows what kind of <laughs> nightmares he's having though. You know, what is he dreaming at this point? Then? Yeah. So I lay back down and, and now I'm for real praying. And then I have enough service on my phone to pull up this website about scorpions in Africa. Only a few local scorpions are dangerous, but those that are can cause life threatening envenomation. <laughs> he says most South African scorpions harmless. Um, quite a painful sting, but no other toxic effects are expected to develop. However, 
<laughs> okay. Smalls number of scorpions cause life-threatening systemic problems. Children are especially vulnerable. Most deaths attribute to one species in South Africa and Mozambique. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. That's, that's awesome. I continue to read on. Identifying the scorpion is crucial. <laughs> that didn't that really didn't happen um injected by means of a stinger located at the tail and i'm like glancing through this middle of the night in the bed in there and so then it's now starting to talk about the neurotoxins right let me get he says um hypertension induced by an increased release of something i don't know the name of it gastric distension tremors involuntary movements Okay, excessive neuromuscular activity, no. muscle weakness, difficulty breathing, and paralysis could be explained by neurotransmitter depletion. Okay, excessive saliva. <laughs> okay, um, it goes on to say that it happens mostly with people wearing sandals or barefoot after the sun has gone down. Um... The adult patient is often anxious and in pain, right? Um, oh, here's where it says, yeah, increased salivation, blood pressure, temperature are raised, um, tendon reflexes are hyperactive. Um, there is a general decrease in motor power, and if the adult patient is able to walk at all, he or she does so in a gait similar to that scene in alcohol intoxication. Oh, wow. Okay. Some patients walk in a stiff-legged manner as if to avoid bending their knees. Increase in perspiration and retention of urine may be present, right? Cold, clammy skin. In adults, development of systemic symptoms and signs may be delayed eight hours. Okay. Um... Restlessness should not be interpreted as a reaction to the pain, but recognized as a severe form of the systemic venom. Characterized by crying and screaming, uncontrollable jerking of the extremities, chaotic thrashing movements, flailing and writhing. The patient is unable to lie still and is difficult to restrain. Wow. He or she may assume unnatural posture or contract the face in a simulated chewing motion, grimaces, and smacking of lips, right? So he's turning into a zombie. Behavior, behavior is completely out of character and abnormal to the extent that those present gather to observe the spectacle. <laughs> what? I'm not making this up. Excessive neuromuscular activity may be mistaken for the mimic central effects of overdose or neuroleptics. Right. At this point, like I'm for real praying. <laughs> right. And we stay awake for another hour. Yeah. Now, I don't read none of that out loud. I'm reading that to myself and I'm saying, Lord, you remember that prayer I prayed earlier where I was real calm about it? I'm going to really need you now. Um, so I'm laying in bed reading that. And now I'm really going and pray about an hour of him feverish, moaning, convulsing. Yeah. He, it's like the fever finally breaks. We wake him up the next morning, or he gets up and we ask him, do you remember? No, he's good. He's like, I slept all night. I'm like, no, you <laughs> no. didn't. <laughs> no, uh -huh. you didn't. No. I was like, bro, you were like, you were convulsing. Like, you were twitching. The, uh, the random twitches. Yeah. I know Kyle enough 
to know that he thinks y'all are probably lying about this. Like he's probably oh. like, no, he you're remembers it, being stung. You're though. making it dramatic, though. He, but however you explain what he was doing in the middle of the night in his mind, it didn't happen like that. Right, like you're just messing you know, with him. He's like, y'all are y'all are being dramatic. Y'all are just trying to get you know into that. Like Here's that. what I can't believe. Like, and I, I wasn't on this trip, but we're we're far flung tin can. We document everything, right? How did somebody not have a camera on him, phone camera, something at this point? I mean, I guess the situation is like real urgent and it's dark probably. Like, I just am shocked that nobody has video evidence of this. You know what I mean? I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying, I'm just surprised. It's kind of like when I'm in the middle of making a decision of should we take Kyle to the hospital? I don't want video documentation of my decision. <laughs> Because in my mind, somebody marrying at the funeral is going to be like, Brian, do you see the video? And you're just sitting there laughing? You're laughing, Brian. Because, like, we were serious, but there was so much laughing. I'm sitting behind you laughing right now. Like, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I was kidding about the funeral part. Y'all got to tell me if she's in the room. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the injuries, some of the stuff, far-flung tin can. So, um, like, there's, yeah. there's, like, also things that Kyle does to people, right? Like, I don't know, we were in Brazil. And there's someone sitting in the room. She's getting up right now. But, you know, we were talking about Delilah falling off, hitting her head. So Kyle, <laughs> Kyle goes through extreme measures to scare people, prank them, or just make sure that they're annoyed at some point. This is going to be great for recruiting. All of this. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yes. If you have never heard. Far flung air. Let's do this. Far flung air. Please join us. Um, but so I think we were at the office. I don't know. I remember where this was. But we were at the office and he's like, look what I just got. I'm like, what? It's an alligator head. I'm like, what's this alligator head for? Is this for the far flung office? Like, I thought he was just going to add it to the scenery that we have. He's like, no, I'm going to scare Janelle. I'm like, what do you mean you're gonna scare Janelle? He's like, she's going to Brazil. She's sitting there laughing. She doesn't. She didn't think it was funny back then, though. So, at one point, we're jumping into the Amazon River, which, by the way, there's piranhas, there's crocodiles, there's anacondas, all that stuff already. And so, like, there's a little bit of like concern, right? Everybody's like swimming, but looking around, it's like, whoa, what was that? That touched my foot, right? And so, Kyle jumps off the other side of the boat at some point and swims around the boat. And has his alligator head on a sh on a uh, fishing string. Okay, he then proceeds to let the alligator head like hand back. He starts swimming. He's like, "What's up, Janelle?" Like talking to her, or whatever. And we're all we're all in the water. Like we're all within a couple feet from each other. And then suddenly he goes, "Janelle, do not turn around." And she's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what, what, what is it? What is it?" And she goes, "There is an alligator." I I just want Janelle to tell us. From her perspective, because <laughs> that's first of all, that is not the worst thing Kyle's ever done to me. First of all. <laughs> um, this is the only thing coming up next. On the <laughs> no, I faked like I was fine. I literally blacked out with fear when that happened. I'm not kidding. I don't know how I didn't drown, but I swim back. The, but remember, what's her name? Um, Adriana's wife. I can never pronounce her name. Oh, yeah. Helen. Remember, she was the one, too, that panicked. He didn't even mean to scare her. 
She was on the boat. Yeah. yeah. Or she was about to jump or she was mid jump when it happened. Yep. So she blacked out with fear too. <laughs> and there was there was a guy on the trip that was like <laughs> we called him like Indiana Jones. Is there was Patrick. Oh yeah, Patrick. <laughs> My man was like in a movie when everything's slow motion. This man was like taking things off. He's like, I'm coming to rescue you. And he's like in mid jump and he realizes it's not real. And he's like, Okay, good. And he just backs up. <laughs> yeah. I just froze. Yeah, I could feel myself frozen and sinking. And then was like, (laughs) yeah, no, that whole trip was anxiety. But it was great. Yeah, so uh, far flung Amazon in October. Farflung.com slash FFA. You remember the same trip? You remember the same trip? David Matthews almost drowned? Yes. Bro, I watched that happen. Now, the thing about that was, if you know David, he's like even keel, right? It's one gear. It's one tone, one volume. So like he's swimming across and we're, we're watching him. And like, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like he's swimming. And at one point he's swimming. And he starts going, hey, I need help. <laughs> it was like, okay, no, I need help. <laughs> and we're like, I think he's, and he's like, help. And it was like, okay, no, he's serious. He's smiling. They're like, okay, and like they, 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 like somebody jumped in, they brought a boat out, like, and they got him, but he seriously, like, gassed out right in the deepest section, oh, maybe like 20 yards from the boat. But yeah, I was like, hey, uh, need help. <laughs> We're like, okay, bud, all right, no, I need help. Like, like, really, help. But like, oh, okay, he's serious. But I was gonna say, too, Carrie, you said when they were like, what's in the, in the Amazon? You're like, I'm not getting in that water. Look, I'm from like DC area. I said the same thing. I was like, I'm not getting, I'm not, I'm not getting in creeks in America. I'm not getting in the Amazon. Let me tell you something. We were there one day and we went out on like some of our little excursion. And it is so hot. That Amazon heat, bro. You I was with you, right? That day. And we get off at the bank of the river. It's like one of those things, like, is it a hill? Is it a mountain? You know, probably not a mountain. Close. It's close. You know, we go all the way to the top of this jank. We're walking around. It's hot, bro. We've been in the canoe for an hour getting baked. That's a speedboat, not a canoe. The speedboat. Speedboat. Getting baked like some croissants. Get off at the bank of the river, climb a mountain, walk for an hour. Just get, I mean, bro, getting pummeled by the sun. And like, I'm standing there and I'm like, I'm I'm about to have a heat stroke. <laughs> For sure. No doubt. Like it's happening. I'm like, this is stage one. And I'm like, oh, we gotta get back. We start talking to each other. We're all like, hey, it's getting real. Like, we need a break. We just we gotta get back in the in the speedboat, take off another hour, however long we were. We're like, we, we, we gotta get back to home base because we need some resources and some rest. Well, when we walked down, the guy who is captaining our canoe while we were out on our excursion, decided to take a little dip in the Amazon. And I remember walking down and I'm seeing this dude in the water and it's like everything goes in slow motion and he comes out and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's got no hair, but it's like, <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> splashing himself. And I'm like standing there like, <laughs> like about to die. I can feel the heat in my head just, it's like constantly rising, you know? And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I'm getting in that water. <laughs> I'm getting in that water. And I, I kid you not, in about 
10 seconds, I was down. I happened to have uh, uh, American flag compression shorts on that day. And, buddy, I stood up on that rock, and I said, here we go, Lord. <laughs> and I just jumped in for freedom. I let freedom rain. I just... <laughs> Look, I got in that water. I literally landed in water. My whole life changed. It was like... It was like... It was the crazy... Everything, all the symptoms reversed. And I was in there. I was like, anything can bite me right now. It's fine. It's fine. Anything can bite me. So you say you wouldn't get in, but man, that 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 river saved my life. <laughs> I'm serious. It's that hot. Y'all remember that heat? And what made it worse is you wake up cold. You wake up cold, and there's like, woo, man, it's chilly out here. And then the sun comes up. You're like, oh, look how pretty that is. And the sun's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm about to show you. And then for 14 hours, it just destroyed you. The only reason Jeremy woke up cold is because he got to sit out where all the breeze was. Right? Yeah, Not with the other 50 people inside sleeping one foot no from room. each other. No room. If we would have brought that mattress, I don't know what we would have done. <laughs> it wasn't even a plan. It's just like, thank God we brought it. And this was the thing, too. One thing that was uh, very underrated on that trip was the amount of morning dew that we woke up soaked in. I had an air mattress. You know the little the little uh, cup things all over there? Just full of water. You're sloshing around. It's like 40 degrees. You're like, man, it's freezing. And then an hour later, you're like heat stroking. Man, it was, it, there was no relent. It, it was, that was rough. I feel like this is a great time to just say, if you're a medical professional who's ever considered going on a missions trip, we would love to have you in our organization. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Also, it was so hot. Like, showers were, like, <laughs> you basically, like, you were just as wet as you went in. Like, you were sweating. You're right. You were because you were sweating. You, it was pointless. You took a shower. And then my man, Nick. <laughs> Who wants to tell that story? Well, let me let me let me give you context. I've been missing Nick all weekend. <laughs> I've been like all weekend. I've been like, man, where is it? Nick? Should be here. I know Nick Pullum should be here. He's been watching. So some context for the showers is they were technically what do they call them wet closets. Is that what they call them? Water closet. Water yeah. closet. That's like the old school term. So yeah, I don't as ever you're want the showering, term wet closet <laughs> ever to be in something we do. <laughs> hey, buddy. Okay. As you're showering, you're straddling a toilet. <laughs> okay. So that there's like if you're it's about efficiency. Let's just say it's about efficiency. If you're sitting the square on footage the toilet is minimal and you look up, shower, there's the it. shower head. Which was actually really convenient at one point. Cause I'm like two in one, baby. Let's get it done. I'm sitting on the toilet washing my hair, baby. This is once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm taking it. Taking it. It's not a joke actually happened but um yeah that's the context is that the room so you think about if you were designing a room that a toilet would fit in stop <laughs> right <laughs> full stop and then you're like oh shoot showers right <laughs> oh yeah so put a shower head up there where right above the foot go straight in the toilet one drain boom we got it. That's that's what you're in. Mm -hmm. Now, also for context, it's about day two. We're on the river. 
and the boat is moving and I'm in the shower. And I'm like, ain't no plumbing coming to this boat. Ah, this is river water. Yeah. Took me two days, you know, I was like, I get it. I get it. This is, uh, this is the Amazon water that I'm bathing in as I'm straddling a toilet while I'm sweating. <laughs> okay, so this is, this is an exercise of futility, I think. And this is day two. There's still like 700 more days left. Yeah, what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. I ain't telling it. Next time Somebody's got to tell it. The basically, right? the, listen, mean, the, basically the gist is this. The showers Nick, are not Nick sized. Sure. Yeah. Nick's is big dude. Nick's the showers are not Nick sized. What is he, yeah. six foot two? And like, it, it's a joke. It didn't, I don't think it really happened. But like, you look at this uh, room I just came out of. No. I don't think it really happened. The, it's No, this is true. Nah, I don't think I'm it was. I'm pretty sure it's true because nah. Nick came to some of us and we're like, hey, bro, the showers are real small. We're like, yeah, bro, they are. He's like, yeah. I've had to <laughs> squirt soap on the wall, and I just <laughs> no, and I just broke my body on the wall. So, so no, it didn't happen. It, it for sure didn't happen. Call yes. us. It for sure didn't happen. Because we were we were joking with him, saying this is the only way it would work. Is you have to you have to put your soap on the wall and turn yeah, around, yeah, just like spin around, yeah. And it, I think it translated from that us saying that about him <laughs> to him saying it happened. <laughs> oh, he's here. We go live via satellite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can see. We're on like ring four. This is when you're like, they're not gonna make up. Yeah. You don't have to wash your back. Zeke, you've said like four things with no mic. You still haven't figured out this forum. I don't wash my back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't answer. All right, that'll be the, the next legend episode. continues then. Yeah. Yeah. The legend of Nick in the Amazon. You don't pick up to defend yourself. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gave you a chance. Well, a comment that I would like to add that I had anxiety in this luxury cabin weekend about where I was going to be using the restroom. So I just, this story, my hands are pouring sweat. Pouring. <laughs> so hats off to all of you who are on that boat. I also think it should be mentioned that were there 50 plus people on the boat and there are two of these closets that he's described. There are two think, of these. I think there ended up being like three, but like most people didn't know there was a third one. Yeah, there was someone. Yeah. I'd be making friends with the captain. My girl over here. I don't know. Do you want to share a toilet with one person or just with everybody? Because that's a little awkward. Be like, hey, me and you, we're using that, ain't we? <laughs> <laughs> hey, me and you, that's us. Oh, and if you see something weird, you anonymous. know who it just... is. <laughs> oh, man. Amazon. That was, that was a good trip. 
Yeah. Other injuries, he's not here to talk about. Um, pretty significant. PJ almost lost his fingers in the Arctic. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no, he didn't almost lose his finger. He had frost nip. So, I beg your pardon? Not even frostbite. So, he's regained full feel. Was he not wearing a shirt? Oh. <laughs> Shirtless Steve ain't here. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're spiraling out of control. Oh my god, spiraling out of control. That's double down right there. So we're out filming uh, puppets on the tundra, and I think this was at night actually uh, when he first started uh, feeling pain in the tips of his fingers. Uh, so we're out with the puppets. And so uh, when we do the puppet shows, we like pre-record the vocals and then uh, just play the track and puppeteer along with it because lots of times the puppeteers are not the actual uh, voices of the puppets. And so PJ is operating Kyle's cell phone because that's the only thing we have to play these tracks on. And so it's at least negative 20 and we're outside in the wind, and he can't seem to operate the phone without, uh, with his gloves on. So he proceeds to stand out there for 20 minutes at a time with his gloves off just to hit play and to hit pause. He never hit play and put his hand back in a glove. He just hit play and then stood there holding the phone in one bare hand and the other hand bare so he can hit play and pause. Yeah, while he's watching for bears. He, he never got more than like six feet from the truck the entire time. It was hilarious. But uh, he did lose feeling at the tips of his fingers, but he has completely regained it. So, Well, it's, like, and two for context, like when Kyle invited him, he asked him if he had cold weather gear. He's from the islands. And so he's from the islands. And so he's like, yeah. I have a light sweater. And he's like, yeah, I got a hoodie. I got a hoodie. <laughs> got a hoodie. So I don't think he was like emotionally prepared for how cold it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody just say on a mic, Mateo, give Jeremy his clothes back too. Because he's still got my winter weather gear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and hit him up right there. Mateo, you, uh, you, I know where you live. <laughs> yep. Actually, I don't know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke's roasting her off mic saying, oh, what a weak injury. <laughs> you weren't even on the mission field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Thailand trip, pre-trip, similar situation. Joyce falls on the ice and shatters her ankle. Yes, she sure did go on that trip. She sure did. She went on that trip. I pushed her around that wheelchair that whole nation. And we we get to yeah, handicap accessible. We get to the wreck day, and we are like we're all on these like elephants going down the river, and we have to like hike two hundred yards maybe. 
We have to do like 200-yard walk up there. But Joyce is in a boot. She's not supposed to be walking at all. And it's like uphill, unlevel ground. And so we decide we're going to carry her. Me and Clark Beckham are going to carry her up the hill. So, like, basically, she puts arms around our neck, and we each put an arm under her leg, and we, like, carry her up the thing. Right? Now, I mean, everybody basically knows I hate Clark Beckham. Uh, <laughs> like They do now. Well, man, new information to me. It's just, it's just, I just think I'm, yeah, I just don't like him as a person. <laughs> I just don't like him. I think he's a talented guy. I just don't like him as a person. It's his personality I don't like. Uh, so no, I'm just—it's really his like heart and soul and being that I yeah, just really despise. It's, that it's, kindness. The issue is this: like he's very talented. I, I just yeah, he's. I just think he's a mean person. <laughs> you know? I'm kidding. I love Clark. We're we're friends now. Um, now, now, no, I love Clark. But, like, you, you know, Joyce has some family and friends. They were, like, huge Clark fans when he was on American Idol. And I didn't know him then, didn't know he was on the show, all that kind of stuff. So we carry her 200 yards and set her down. And she turns to this man and says, thank you so much for carrying me, Clark. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. And I forgot who Jesus was for me. I got so mad. And I was like, Ex- excuse, excuse me? Did Clark just carry your butt up there by himself? Um, and so then the rest of the time, I, like, refused to help her. Like, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with you. Now, she overwhelmingly tries to, like, apologize for it. The other day when she was at my house, like, um, her, her legs are not broken, but she was coming up our stairs. And so I reached down to help her, and she was like, that was so much better than what Clark would do. Like, she's trying to, like, overcompensate for it. I think that's basically most of our injuries. Kyle and Gary had some pretty sick. Uh, times in the Amazon but I think they're going to post that stuff to social media so if you're watching this check out the Facebook thing Kyle told me he's going to try to get some footage of them being super sick in the Amazon on a scout trip yeah thanks for listening Far Flung 10k podcast we'll check you guys out next time Hey, thanks so much for listening in to today's episode we pray that it has been a blessing to your heart and that you've enjoyed it as you can tell, we love to have fun, and sometimes we'll just talk about things that don't even make sense half the time. We'll poke fun on each other sometimes, but you know what? We're brothers and sisters in Christ who just love one another, and we love what God is doing around the world. So, you know, we always say in the office two things. We say, everyone goes. Everyone goes. Some go by giving. Some go by going. But everyone goes. And, you know, we really truly believe that. And As we see God do so many things, we realize that the Lord is always going to provide and is always going to make a way. But it is just really special when we have people just partner with us and say, you know what, we really believe in what you are doing and we really want to support what God is doing through you guys. And so if maybe that's something that the Lord is putting on your heart, and if it is, then we say thank you ahead of time for your love, for your prayer, and for your support. And if you're looking for a trip that you want to go on, go ahead and go on to farflungtincan.com. There you can find a giving link, and you can also find the latest trips that we have and information on things that are going on, all the latest news. Well, listen, right before we go, I just want to ask you to help us with a couple of things. The first thing is go ahead and subscribe to the channel. It lets us know that you're listening 
but also it lets you know when we release a new episode. The second thing is share this podcast with everyone you know. We really believe that God is doing amazing, incredible things, not only because we believe it, but we've seen it and we still see it every day. And we want to share these stories with as many people as we can and hope that we inspire others to also go into all the world and make disciples. Hey, listen, we hope you have an amazing, blessed day. God bless, and we'll catch you on the next one.